Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another poppity episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. I was going to call it. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> I was going to call it the um, Pop Tart Podcast, but or or was I going to call it the Mess Hall or Mess Pop? I don't know. You went with poppity, right? And I'm not even drunk. I'm having troubles tonight. <laughs> It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. But with that all being said, we do have a special guest tonight. Welcome back, Kevin. We talked about you being on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but crap happens. Your mom grounded you. You weren't allowed out of the house. Actually, I'm so grounded, I just broke out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was like buried under a pile of packages. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the show. We're Thanks for having me back again, guys. Yeah, first five-time guest, and well, I think you were the first two-time guest, and the first three-time guest, and the first four-time guest. So, yeah, good good job on being the first five-time. We'll we'll get you a uh, five-time jacket like Saturday Night Live kind of nice, thing. Nice, yeah. I was seeking a trophy. Yeah, that'd be all right, too. Just Valley Village and then, like, scratch it out with a Sharpie <laughs> and just Like, whatever it says, just put Kevin's name. Or, Five know. star. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we got some exciting stuff here, but maybe we should get into it before it gets too too cold so, or too warm. Yeah, so. True. Pop-Tarts. They reset it all in the poppity. It's not pop. It's Pop-Tarts. <laughs> so, guys, Pop-Tarts have some sketchy history. <laughs> In 1963, Post announced that it was uh, going to release a new product called Country Squares, which was a toaster breakfast food encased in foil, which they previously used to keep dog food from becoming stale. And yeah, and then six. And do you know the? Do you see any problem with what I just said about Post? I I think it's a good thing not to keep dog food. From getting stale. Yeah, so Post announced <laughs> it's harder that it, to chew. <laughs> Post announced that it was coming out with a new product, and six months later, before they got to the market, Kellogg's released Pop-Tarts in 1964. <laughs> yeah, before Country Squares even got out there, which was that's sketchy, that's greasy. <laughs> yeah, and it, they didn't come with frosting until 1967 when they realized their frosting could withhold. It could stand up in the toaster. Not stand up, but, you know, not get ruined. <laughs> and the first floor, floor, the first four flavors were strawberry, blueberry, brown sugar cinnamon, and apple currant. Oddly enough, apple currant. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. You want to go for a completely unhealthy breakfast, but then you throw in apple currant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone thinks anything's healthy about these. (laughs) So there was a lawsuit in 1992 when Thomas Nangle left his strawberry Pop-Tart and it caught on. Actually, I don't know if his was strawberry, but his toaster caught on fire when he left his Pop-Tart in it. And then in 94, there was an experiment done with, and it was strawberry. I don't know if it was, they just chose strawberry or what. And they said that they could, flame up so since then there's been a warning to not leave your pop-tart unattended in the toaster is it like getting drunk and leaving bacon unattended when you're cooking it i've never cooked bacon while drunk so 
Unless I was drunk from the night before. Somebody's better than the rest of us. Yeah, barely. <laughs> how, how high is the guy's toaster set, though? Oh, I didn't on fire. Say. I didn't say, but if you leave it long enough, I guess it's like maybe not on seven. <laughs> maybe not on thirty-four. <laughs> what toaster are you using? Uh, the same one that guy is using. Yeah. It goes from one to forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we don't have strawberry, but we have strawberry milkshake to try first. The box said you can also try frozen, which I'm excited yeah. for. I will go through this after a bit, but I saw some reviews of some different flavored Pop-Tarts that were hilarious. And this one said if, well, no, I won't say what it, I I will say what was said about it by Food and Wine Magazine um, Mm. after we try it. So, but first, because I'm me, I have some history facts about milkshakes. (laughs) I I think these facts should bring all the boys to the earth. I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> but the term milkshake was first used in print in 1885, and it was a whiskey drink with eggs. Like egg Sold. Milk. Yeah. And the first drink mixer, it was called the Cyclone Drink Mixer, was released in 1910 by Hamilton Beach. So they've been around for <laughs> a while. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's try some strawberry milkshake Pop-Tarts. We're going to try frozen first. Never had a frozen pop tart. It's probably actually more like room yeah, temperature it's, now. It's a cool. It's like room temperature in December. <laughs> oh, it's so pink inside. Opaque pink, pink, not like jam pink. Vagina milk pink. pink. <laughs> Milky vagina pink. Oh. <laughs> Pop tart doesn't taste so good now. <laughs> but I'll still finish it. I'm glad we don't do this long anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty. Pink and pretty. I don't know why I ate the whole piece. I'm going to regret that. <laughs> it's like having 17 Kit Kats. <laughs> Yeah. Are we going on with the hot one after that? <laughs> yep. What we needed is a heat lamp to keep all these warm. Oh, that would have been awesome, yeah. Like, a, like a fancy a... buffet where they car- carve you pieces of <laughs> pop tarts. Next, <laughs> next time we're, uh, you're doing one, just have it, do it at work. <laughs> keep everything in the window. Oh, toasted is much better. Yeah. It's more um, gooey. Yeah. Doesn't matter <clears throat> the flavor. It's just a nostalgic taste, I think. Mm-hmm. Just that that pastry, that frosting, that the feel of the frosting, that like crisp. The frozen one was pretty good, but mm-hmm. I, I think the heat definitely brings out the temperature or, or the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. As you said, it's more gooey, but I, I think it's just everything's brought out more. Yeah, yeah. But it's not but in a good way. Sweet. Like it's you expect that with that icing it to be overly sweet. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't. I really as... don't find it overly sweet. Yeah, I'm not overly sweet. You're right. It wasn't as sweet as I thought it was going to be. I didn't think about that. I th- suppose we should say uh, we should say a thanks to Avery for cooking them so perfectly. <laughs> Putting your skills to the test for cooking pop tarts. There's Red Seal right there. <laughs> totally worth your schooling. <laughs> so I didn't actually agree with this, but the the review said if. Pop-Tarts and Strawberry Pocky had a baby. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't... They didn't taste like the Strawberry 
Poppy, so I don't agree with that. And that was actually the they did twenty one different Pop Tarts, and that and the strawberry milkshake was number six. Number one was straw, just plain strawberry. Some other kinds that they I have to go through these. They were hilarious. <laughs> Some other kinds that we don't have are Jolly Rancher Green Apple, which Ooh. they said, which they said tastes like four loco and regret. <laughs> I do enjoy for a loco. <laughs> that was number 16. 17 was vanilla latte. Tastes like a gas station cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> Jolly Rancher watermelon, which Avery hates watermelon. Yep. Like crumbly bubble gum you can swallow. No, I don't like, hate watermelon. I hate fake watermelon. Yes. Or tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher with dry crackers. <laughs> That's <laughs> So, yeah. Well, so. kind of a surprise on that one. It's toasted it's, it up and it's dry. Yeah. So, so we don't have those kinds. So I didn't even see Jolly Rancher. I don't know if you can still get them. So before we go any further, we're going to take a quick time out and break you, bring you an ad from our sponsors. The Mess Hall Podcast is part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. And now we're going to pop in an ad for the Alberta Forestry Products Association. Alberta's forests matter to all of us. That's why Alberta's forest industry works to keep them sustainable now and for future generations. By planning 200 years ahead, helping control the spread of fire and disease, and planting and nurturing two trees for every one harvested, we keep our forests standing strong. To learn more about how our forests take care of us and how we take care of them, visit loveabforests.com. Our next type of Pop-Tart is a Fruit Loop Pop-Tart. Now, I just realized today that Fruit Loop is spelled with two O's, like the fruit in Fruit Loop. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows that. Um, but it wasn't like that when they first came out in 1959. But I didn't really realize that before because I don't know the last time I had Fruit Loops. So when you were a kid, it was spelled different. <laughs> anyway, all colors apparently taste the same. The company has had to say that. Huh. Fruit Loops, yeah. In Canada, you they don't have blue um, Fruit Loops, and they don't in the UK because there's no artificial color, uh, no artificial colors in. in I just uh, learned that from Kellogg's, who's been plugging that quite a bit, that they don't have that artificial coloring anymore. Okay. But in the states, you can get blue. So in the UK, when they first introduced in 2012, they had green, orange, and purple, and they also had less sugar and less salt, just because European standards. But then I looked in. Canada Kellogg's website, and I noticed they didn't have blue. But... I have to buy a box of Fruit Loops now. <laughs> you always—that's what you think of, but it must be the American TV that we see in their commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I didn't really look. Yeah. So in the UK, they weren't so popular. They removed them in 2015, but they re-released some limited editions, such as unicorn ones, in 2017. Which we don't have unicorn. We have Fruit Loops. <laughs> so before you t- take a bite, follow your nose and give Lisa a sniff. <laughs> It has the same but, pink. It does. The same pink color, but but yeah, they smell like, like fruit. It smells like a bowl of cereal. Yeah, yeah, it does. And they had a beautiful pattern of Fruit Loops on top. For yeah, anyone listening, that smells like Fruit Loops. Wow, that's impressive. That mm. a candle like that. It tastes like Fruit Loops. Oh, it does. And I don't know the last time I had Fruit Loops. Now I want Fruit. Loops. I was not expecting that much flavor. I wasn't expecting that much Fruit Loop flavor. Yeah. If we could only have. I should have saved a little bit of the milkshake for with this so we could have had some kind of milk. Good thing we have boxes of 16. <laughs> <laughs> it's chewy? 
It is, but I think it might be a little bit chewier because it cooled down. Mm. Actually, I kind of like the chewiness. Cause it's, same with the other one. It's not jammy like I remember Pop-Tarts, but just like a, I don't know, creamier kind of filling. That was... Well, I, I enjoyed that one. That one's going to become a staple. Mm. <laughs> Too bad we can't get them in Canada. Well, unless you have connections. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that, Abe? Yeah, so I just found all these on Marketplace on Facebook. It was it was interesting because I, I saw more than these. I think there was, she had eight or nine different flavors, and I asked her if she'd give me a discount for buying a whole bunch. She said no, but so I just stuck with buying five, and Kevin brought s'mores, so. And yeah, when I went there, she opened up door, and she had this like massive, I'm not going to say massive, but a good-sized display, and she had different cereals, and I think there might have been different types of Fruit Loops there, and just... Just all kinds of Apple Jacks. She had Apple Jacks. She had different ty- types of Kool-Aid. And I know there was an Apple Pie Kit Kat that she had. And yeah, just all kinds of American food. So maybe uh, once this COVID thing's over, we can get down to the States and get some more. I think we, if we ever get down to the States again, we're like taking a Tupperware, like a big-ass Tupperware <laughs> thing with tote. us. Yeah, yeah a tote. Yeah. And just... Filling it up with a whole bunch of podcast stuff. Yeah. If anyone is going to the States and wants to pick some stuff up, just send us a line. Is that what old people say? Is that only what old people say? Write us a letter. <laughs> Care of the Mess Hall Podcast. Station A, Matt. Toronto, Ontario. S5W, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So the next kind we have is Mermazing Blue Raspberry. So it doesn't taste like mermaids, it's blue raspberry. So the the raspberry, uh, no, the mermaid trend kind of came in like 2017 Starbucks. I don't know if you remember, they had like a unicorn. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. A a mermaid one, which was bright pink berry and green matcha. I guess health food, there was a craze using spirulina, which turned things bright bluish green. This is blue raspberry, which we've talked about before is an actual thing, a white bark raspberry, but it's not nearly as blue and vibrant as Candy Alley shows. And it was first used for ice lollies in the 60s or 70s because they already had a color for cherry and strawberry, so they used this blue raspberry. Yeah, so. smell that one before you dug in over there? No, I didn't. <laughs> it had a beautiful picture of a like mermaid hey, kind of swirl. Wanna... Oh, yeah. No, no, I still have some. Yeah. Really smell anything? Yeah, the color it, uh, is beautiful. It's not as fragrant as the fragrant. Fragrant. <laughs> That's the East Coast. You're o- I'm um, almost getting like sort of like a little acidic ra- berry mm. scent to it, but like compared to the last mm. one, it's I don't think it's there. Yeah, the mm. smell always blue raspberry reminds me of Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. And these are quite sticky and gummy, but That's I wonder what I'm if it's because they yeah. sat. You know, like hardening. Yeah. <laughs> but that has a nice blue raspberry flavor. But yeah. I feel like it doesn't remind me of morning. Fruit Loops <laughs> reminds me of morning. Yeah. Blue raspberry doesn't remind me of morning. But I think you nailed it, though, by saying similar to the Kool-Aid, though. Uh-huh. And that's like more of like an after-school little drink or something that you would have. Yeah. yeah. Without the vodka. <laughs> I still do that after school. <laughs> <laughs> it's after school for someone. <laughs> yeah, and I don't always have... I didn't always have, even as a kid, Pop-Tarts for breakfast. No. That was, it was too sugary even then. That was a bachelor, bachelorette style of filling your cupboards or something that I have to <laughs> eat when I come home from class. <laughs> that's, that's what you had? 
maybe. I, <laughs> and craft dinner. <laughs> and craft dinner. Well, yeah, that's a staple. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the sad one. Sad podcast. I mean, no, that sounds fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh, I'm getting sugared. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. I just feel sugary. And there's still more to go. So, we have confetti cupcake um, Pop-Tarts. Because Pop-Tarts aren't sugary enough. Cupcakes aren't sugary enough. And confetti cupcake. And the cupcakes were first described in print in 1796 as a light cake to bake in a small cup by Amelia Simmons in American Cookery. There's also recipes for cupcakes where everything is measured in a cup, like a cup of flour, a cup of sugar, a cup. (laughs) Okay. And baked in a cup, I think. But yeah, cupcakes. Sort of like pound cake then. (laughs) Yeah. 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 These are pretty. Nice sprinkle. (laughs) They taste like they look. Fun. Yeah, like it has this frosting flavor to it. Yeah. And I feel like they took the frosting that's on the outside and jammed it on the inside yeah. and then yeah. just put more on the outside with more confetti out on the outside as well. So a good combination. They, they get the mark on that one. It goes, it goes really well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are getting hard though, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I think white wine was the right thing <laughs> I don't think red wine would have went. <laughs> Maybe blue wine would have. <laughs> Barefoot blue wine? <laughs> it exists. I don't yes. recommend it. I don't know if it still exists. I didn't see it this summer, but... Yeah, I saw it last summer. It's like antifreeze. <laughs> it didn't taste much better. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to be our sponsor. <laughs> We're just losing out on sponsors left and right out. tonight. Give uh, Mike's um, blue freeze a try. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like... Like cool it. Just open it up, it's gone. Like, uh, I, 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 I bought a six pack. I'm sure I bought a six pack. <laughs> it's like the first time I had smearing off ice. Oh. oh. They went down smooth. They came up smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got next? <laughs> On that note, we have frosted chocolatey churros. <laughs> churros? something churro before but they're fried dough pastries from spain and portugal um there's a couple of stories that the portuguese brought them back from china they look like chinese pastries or that shepherds started making churros because it was easy to fry this dough in the open air mountain air on fires Um, and named after the churro sheep which has ridged horns and often in spain served with hot chocolate so it doesn't have to have chocolate but this is chocolate so again i smelled these first and you did too and i looked over at you and this cinnamon smell you get right off of it like a chocolate cinnamon smell it reminds Mm -hmm. me of a churro yep it really Mm did i mean i love the brown sugar and cinnamon pop tarts it's been a while but these are good no and the crystallized like sugar on top Mm -hmm. also good that that's really good i think i might have a new favorite pop tart now after all these times we have Oh, I don't know. Did you guys have more to say Sorry about the churro? <laughs> I kinda... it, it did remind me of a churro because it had this like powdery feel of that cinnamon sugar on it that like sort of brushed your mouth. <laughs> and I don't know if that makes sense. Texture was there the same as a churro. I thought it was great. I think with, the, with your point of like with the texture and you have that taste and you have that like just the authenticity of how they did their mixing. 
the pastry works great because it's like the breaking of yeah, the churro. Yeah. So, I mean, as you say with the texture, boom, done. I often, I really like cinnamon. I really feel it's underrated. I'd rather cinnamon than chocolate, but chocolate and cinnamon, like, better. But but now we have also, we have s'mores, which we've talked about short for some more. And it was first put in a Girl Guides recipe book from 1927 for a graham cracker sandwich that was hmm. basically s'mores so yeah classic yeah let's give it a shot oh that's so sweet <laughs> yeah this one is sweet i've had this one i think a long time ago like i like the look of it inside like the stripes of marshmallow and chocolate mm-hmm. if we had it before the churro it would have been better yeah yeah we'll have to talk to the director about that one <laughs> <laughs> that's me <laughs> I came up with the order. You definitely get that punch of marshmallow sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't last long. No, I think the uh, toaster chocolatey flavor comes through a little bit more with that classic uh, Pop-Tart flavor. You know what I'm trying to say, though? I don't want to say it's burnt chocolate, but it's just like, it, it's Pop-Tart chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Reese peanut butter. Yeah. It, it's not like bad or anything. I enjoyed it. Yes, I guess the yeah, that standard. If there's a chocolate in yeah. it, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I think so. So we're going to take a break for the, another ad from our sponsors. Today's episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by ATB. Today, I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's vice president and chief economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunity it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episode, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. So, that's a lot of Pop-Tarts. It's a lot of sugar. Yep. Um, I didn't expect to eat this much sugar at nighttime, but it happens. It happens, we know. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think? What, What are your highlights? Fruit Loops for me. I'm tore up between the Fruit Loops and the confetti. Like, yeah. Like, Fruit Loops definitely nailed it, like, right off the bat. Yeah, I, I agree. That yeah. smell, the look, um, the flavor. Even, like, the the outside, like, on the icing itself. Yeah, that's they, what I they, mean. They were individualized with the design. Yeah, I, I think Fruit Loops, number one for me, Churro, number two, mm-hmm. and the rest were good. I didn't have a bad one, but those were the ones that just stood out for me. I thought, though, that Fruit Loop was amazing. The Churro... Was really good too. Yeah. So overall, I I thought everything was great. I expect it more from the strawberry milkshake because I don't see any boys in the yard out there. I just had read a review that it tasted malty, and I didn't get that. No, no. It wasn't bad. I'm not saying that. The warm one was better than the frozen one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll agree with that. I mean, to have them both ways, and I've never read or heard that you can have one. Like come right out of the freezer. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well that that'll, yeah. that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. But if I had to pick, I mean, they were all pretty good in their own ways. But if I had to put one at the bottom, uh, for me, it'd have to be the blue raspberry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just. 
But we didn't ask you to put one at the bottom, so. <laughs> no, you only, you only asked for the no top, so I was that. just going to get that. Yeah, I'm trying to think, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the Fruit Loops one. It was like two nostalgia things, Fruit Loops and Pop Yeah, Cards yeah, I can one. see that. Yeah. So, with that being said, I think we're all pretty happy with Pop-Tarts and all these wonderful flavors that we really can't get at our local grocery store, so I'm very happy that I was able to find yeah, them. Yeah, I think it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But now to our new favorite segment, and it's it's been brought on because of you. And we were on here last, and what uh, yeah, what did you have to eat this week? You told us last time you were here, you had all this great bison, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Out from uh, out in Bright Creek. But yeah, now we've been just talking amongst ourselves on stuff that we ate this week. So what to eat? What, oh what, man, this week has been. I've been I've been trying out a little thing because I want to try to make my after work a little smoother and stuff yeah. like that. Hot so, dogs? <laughs> no. Smooth hot dogs? <laughs> hot dogs and KD. <laughs> um, no, was, um, tonight I did a little uh, steak with uh, roasted potatoes and a little onion gravy. Nice. Uh, that that was really nice. Like Just something that's going to fill me up after a good day, but not leave me feeling exhausted for the rest of the evening. Yeah. Leave some Me. space for six <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully this weekend I'm gonna be doing up uh, making a lasagna. Mm. Nice. Uh, just so I can start getting little meals set up for home and stuff like that. But um, I've found I know it's not exactly new, but for me it's new. I'm loving doing like a nice high roasted uh, charred cauliflower. Mm. Just oh, a little okay. bit of olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little garlic and onion powder in there, and mm. just. Even as a vegetable accompaniment to the meal, it's good. But even if you let them kind of cool and snack on them throughout the the afternoon, it's it's pretty nice. Yeah, nice. I like I like cauliflower, and I like different ways of doing it. I hate cauliflower rice. I make cauliflower <laughs> rice a lot. <laughs> I've had it once, and, and that's enough. <laughs> I'd be willing to try it a couple other times. It wasn't as bad as I was mm-hmm. expecting. But it also wasn't like, holy crap, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just healthier. And if you have a sauce, it lasts time in the cauliflower. It's <laughs> okay, but it kind of, I mean, you don't like rice anyway. I tolerate just, it. it. You just grate cauliflower. It's just easy. It's an easy yeah. side dish. I'm sorry I made you eat nice cauliflower. <laughs> I'm sorry I care about your health. <laughs> So, My favorite thing I ate recently was borscht <laughs> that I made, and Avery was not excited about that. <laughs> I had it. I ate it. It was it was good. It was it was some good borscht. I it was a little bit more. Um, you put a lot more stuff in there than I've usually made it when I make it in restaurants. So it was a little bit more hearty, which was nice. Yeah, so. it called for cabbage and beans. Yep. So. Potatoes. Yeah, so it was a heartier filling meal. I was talking to somebody that made it. I make fun of her for eating borscht all the time, but she said she ran out of cabbage the other day, so she put sauerkraut in there. Yeah, that makes sense, because I put apple cider vinegar in it. I was going to say, it almost would be the same, yeah? Yeah. My mom's side of the family is uh, German, so Mm -hmm. I grew up with that quite a bit, and I mean, I know it's like different areas in Europe like that they take credit for their own style of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I did a trip in school, and we our first evening in former East Germany was borscht. Oh. And a lot of people weren't open to that and stuff like that. So I went through my bowl, and about three bo- other people were like, you want it? You want it? 
After 18 hours on a plane? Yes, please. I'll take some real food. <laughs> I got a good deal on beets. <laughs> it's only inevitable that we have borscht. What about you, April? Um, I don't know. Like I said, the borscht was all right. It was good. I'm not complaining. Uh, you made biscuits with it, so I was pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leftover ice cream cake's been good so far this week. Yeah, yeah we talked about that on our last podcast. <laughs> ice cream cake lasts a while. But I've still got one sitting in my freezer for about two weeks. and <laughs> It's. I guess one of the things I had tonight was really good. I had the, some of the leftover peanut butter chocolate, like the stuffed peanut butter. From our last episode. Yeah, and I had that with a nice glass of port, and I'll have port is with anything. Is there a bad glass of port? Um, yeah, there is. is there? Um, I haven't found it. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone some cheap stuff, and it's not the best. And yeah, you, you have to with port. I think once you get in, it's almost like wine. Once you get into a certain port bracket, you don't want to go back down. Yeah. And I think I'm in a better port bracket. I'm not in the most expensive port bracket. I'm not spending hundreds of dollars per bottle, but you know, I like my port, and I like a good port. So um, white port, I like white port, as well as red port. (laughs) But yeah, I think Um, it's. I also had rediscovered something on the podcast last year in our pumpkin spice episode, which was cinnamon toast. Yes, cinnamon sugar toast, but I. Then we discovered pumpkin spice toast, and I had a piece of that today. Well, and so did the dog. He jumped up. (laughs) (laughs) Buster. (laughs) That's, yeah. I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming along, Kevin. Thanks for having me back. I got to get back to the basement. (laughs) (laughs) We won't tell her this time. Um, We'll we'll look forward to having you again sometime, so. For the sixth time? Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to find somebody else to come on five times before then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you have an idea for the podcast, send us an email at themesshallpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, the gram, as the kids are saying. I heard somebody say it that way. It probably wasn't a kid. It was probably an old person that I thought was younger than me. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Was that a count? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a great night.